0: Oh, a side note, speaking of California, do you hear the the proposal to split California into a couple states?
1: You mean the Jefferson State?
0: Is that real? Is that real that they want to
1: split it up? Have you never heard of the Jefferson State, my friend? No, I have not. Do we have a Wikipedia article for you? (laughs) Yeah, so this is something that's been around for a while, and I guarantee you that if you come and visit me in Northern California again sometime, you'll see the great seal of the state of Jefferson all over the place. It's two X's kind of akimbo, side by side, and a whole lot of people would love for this to be real.
0: So this is different. This is different than what I'm talking about.
1: Oh, what are you talking about?
0: I mean, I do want to read this Jefferson State uh, Wikipedia page, but this is from NBC. Okay. So, bro, did you see this? Proposed California split.
1: <laughs> split into Northern California, Southern California, and California? Yeah. You can't just call one California.
0: <laughs> yes, you can, because it's LA.
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> LA gets its own whole state, huh? Oh, I did hear about this. This is like the collect, cal- collect, or collect, or whatever you would say to say it. Yeah. Yeah. This is dumb as heck. Well, it's not even split in California. That's three. You can't split something into thirds.
0: So, it, it looks like it's a different outlined than the jefferson state mm. but what is the jefferson state
1: yeah so this thing that you just sent me is conservative republican voters being annoyed that california is becoming progressively and progressively more liberal
0: becoming you mean it is well
1: <laughs> not up here it's not you know and that's the thing is they would say ah northern california let that be its own thing and we'll be all good together jefferson state is that same thing Where Northern California and Southern Oregon, they want to be... Together. Yeah, unified into one beautiful thing called Jefferson. And this has been around forever. This is 1940 that they've been trying to get this done. So since this has been going on since 1940, you can see what I imagine will happen. Well,
0: when you're such a dense population area... Like Los Angeles, it kind of makes sense. It's stupid, but it kind of makes sense.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is this is the weird thing, right? This is
0: do do states make sense? No,
1: (laughs) states make no sense.
0: We really should just do a grid
1: system, like a straight lines. Yeah, it's they they're so weird, and there's so many little weird things that are very just odd and i mean i knew people that would live in south carolina and work in north carolina because of taxes and i mean all kinds of crazy stuff right states don't make any sense but states are states we got states we got states a long time ago and anyone who thinks that they're going to get the flag changed for them is wrong <laughs> that flag up there it's got 50 stars it's going to have 50 stars for a long time
0: but what okay what if they they add a 51st state but they keep the flag 50
1: but then, no, but see, this is, you, you think too highly of our government's <laughs> ability to change things. That's uh. never going to happen because we have it the way that it is and it's going to be the way that it is forever because it's the way that it is. And anyone who thinks that it's going to change. Thinks that they can convince the entire world to make it no longer the way that it is. But people like the way that it is. And that's it.
0: But new states have been formed since we've been children. What? Or new like countries, new areas. Yeah, not states, though. Never,
1: you know. By the way, I'm looking at this Wikipedia page, and it says, Some supporters of the recent revival of the Jefferson State have identified Redding, California, as the potential capital. <gasps> oh, God. That is, <laughs> that is a scary <laughs> concept. I don't want to live in the capital of Jefferson. Not too late you do. That's weird as heck. Oh, man. Okay. So anyways, that's not the way that works. I mean, because, dude, if if we were going to have 51 states, we would have 51 states because we have all these incorporated.
0: Yeah, Puerto Rico is first in the running for statehood, I'd feel. <laughs>
1: yeah. Puerto Rico should be a state, and it would be so much better for them if everything was a state. And it would be so much better for us if everything was a state. But it's not going to be a state, and it isn't a state, and it won't be a state because it's unincorporated. Because we have 50 stars on the flag, gosh darn it,
0: <laughs> that's the way that it is. man, this is,
1: you're impassioned about this I, I'm not I mean I, I don't I, I would I would love it. I would love for there to be change, but that just is not going to happen. That's not the way that America works. America likes its history and it likes it to be exactly as it is right now, so we got fifty states, bro. that's all that it is. <laughs> I guess California doesn't really make sense as a state, but so it goes. Have you seen the um Xkcd article? about the map no i haven't the caption is it was scary when the graphic designers seized control of the country but it turned out they just wanted to fix some things about the state borders that had always bothered them (laughs)
0: let's be honest this should be canada too (laughs) clean up if we're going to have a panhandle why not commit to it (laughs) (laughs) why should florida get alabama's coastline it has plenty Oh man
1: Yeah It's all perfect That is really good That's a dozen changes That should all exist But none of them Are going to happen And no states Are going to be formed And that's the way it is Dang Uh, You got another link?
0: I do So speaking of America And how we're never Going to change Okay Maybe we are going to change But for the worse
1: Oh good (laughs) Oh, I heard about this. The world's <laughs> first robot citizen just took a dig at Elon Musk. Yeah. So this is some weird thing, right? I didn't I didn't dig too deep into this, but there's a robotics company called Hansen yep. that's been working on humanoid robotics, which is a thing. And apparently they have a robot that was given a citizenship and saudi arabia oh this is just a weird thing right i mean this is not a person it's just a just a robot the controversial line she said was you've been
0: reading too much elon musk and watching too many hollywood movies don't worry if you're nice to me i'll be nice to you treat me as a smart input output system
1: oh kind of creepy
0: creepy as hell creepy as hell
1: why? Why would you guys do this? Who thought this was a good move? But it's not it's not real. It's just a dumb program. But it's the
0: start okay. of Robot Sympathy. Uh-huh. And there's going to become a PETA-like organization that fights for robots' rights. Watch.
1: Watch Drew. There is an interview of Sophia with Piers Morgan. Let's let's watch a little clip of it.
2: So we are now going to interview Sophia. Obviously, these are programmed answers that she's come up with, but it'd be fascinating to see how she actually interacts with us. Yeah. Um, Sophia, do you know what
3: program you're on? Yes. Good morning, Britain. One of the hottest morning news show in Britain. It's <laughs> a horrible robot. And I don't mean the weather.
2: She is smart, isn't she?
1: <laughs> uh, welcome to Britain. Uh, it's lovely to have you with us. It's slightly disconcerting, um, but what do you think... Of the country so far.
3: I think Britain is brilliant. Splendid architecture, art, technology, and of course the people.
0: Ew, ew, the robot looks gross. I don't like it.
1: Yeah, she just responds with some canned answers about how cool Britain is on Good Morning Britain. And waits for responses. And this is, this is just a, it's just a remote-controlled car in a person's body. That's all that these are so far. I don't get how this keeps happening, that people keep making humanoid robots and everyone says, here it is. Now it's real. I mean, I I do appreciate your concern that we're going down a slippery slope, but this thing's just a dumb, dumb computer.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. It's a dumb computer. I just don't like people already prefacing dumb computers.
1: With citizenships.
0: Yeah, in a favorable light. Forget about when, like, the robot actually can think
1: for itself. Also, why no wig? Well, because it's embracing its robotic nature, Ben. Very ex machina.
0: Her last name is Robot. Yeah, Sophia Robot. <laughs> it's very similar to Mario. Mario, Mario, <laughs> Mario, Mario, and Sophia Robot. <gasps> oh, dude. Uh.
1: I, I'm changing the subject completely. I'm going from how bad robots are to how good humanity is. Because, bro, did you see this amazing picture? <laughs>
0: I do love this. (laughs) Gucci Mane cut his wedding cake with a sword. He's got
1: a... Ten foot tall cake.
0: Yeah, it's pretty beautiful. <laughs> yeah, it's very ornate.
1: And he's holding a diamond studded sword.
0: Very regal.
1: And he is holding that sword high above his head.
0: Yeah. Why is he cutting that tier? He's cut. <laughs> a, there's a tier right in front of him.
1: He didn't go for the bottom tier, and he didn't even go for the eye level tier.
0: <laughs> he went for the one that's like way out of reach.
1: He went for the one that was. They said it was impossible. And he said, no, I want, there are, there are some photos that I feel like stand the test of time and I want to print out immediately (laughs) and put in a time capsule. And this is one of those photos that just deserves to be forever preserved and cherished by future citizens of the earth. The Wobsters. I am so happy about it. Did you see their whole wedding? No. Is it, was it all like this?
0: It just was very opulent and all the guests were wearing white and everything was white and it just was very regal and nothing so crazy about it, but it just was, man,
1: decadent, opulent. I did find a blessing from Little Yachty.
0: Oh, play it, bring it, uh, send it. (laughs) Lobo.
1: He just gives a hundred blessings. Wait, wait,
0: don't spoil it. Don't spoil it. (laughs) A hundred blessings. Bro, did you see this? A 33-year-old woman from the UK is engaged to a 90-year-old chandelier she calls Lumiere.
1: (laughs) Lumiere! Oh, this is very good. Okay. 33 and 90. I mean, that's a big age difference. But I guess when you're a chandelier, what's what's that got to do with anything?
0: What's funny is I didn't think about her marrying a chandelier. It's weird. At first, I was like, oh, wow, such an age gap.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Amanda Liberty, 33 isn't phased by the whopping 57-year age gap between her and her tarnished light fitting, who she has dubbed Lumiere. Speaking of her wife-to-be, who we've spent over $500 shipping from Europe in 2016, she said, as soon as I saw it on eBay, I knew immediately that she was the one for me, and it was love at first sight. Oh. So, I mean, hey, this is it, huh? You just, you found the one. And when you find the one, you find the one. And if it's a chandelier, it's a chandelier.
0: Her first relationship was with a drum kit when she was just 14, but as she grew older, her taste developed.
1: Well, it says that she's got 24 other chandeliers. Whoa. So I don't know if they have a very...
0: (laughs) Monogamous relationship.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it seems pretty open. (laughs)
0: Perhaps due to Lumiere's age, Amanda doesn't take her to bed every night, preferring to snuggle up with another of her fancy light shades called Jewel under the covers.
1: It says that she also is in love with the Statue of Liberty. Oh now what
0: bro did you see this the new formula one uh logo
1: oh dude yeah that's that's one of my links as well let's talk about it
0: <laughs> let's talk so formula one unveils new identity by whedon kennedy london which by the way that's a huge brand or a huge like company people you know <laughs> the fans Uh, Off the bat, their their reaction, oh, this was uh, such a crappy agency or, you know, crappily uh, designed, wasn't thoughtful. Uh, Nope, just kidding. People that think super hard and put out great work. So that's funny. I didn't even realize that till now, that Whedon and Kennedy did it.
1: (laughs) Okay. I thought that you were playing your hand about how you felt about it.
0: I mean, I feel about it, but...
1: I didn't know the uh, caliber. I I don't know if this rebrand has been in the works for a long time or what, but I I have to say that I was thinking about Formula One's logo not long ago because I saw a post somewhere on the internet that said, hey, did you know that the Formula One logo's one is in the middle? And that may sound stupid, but I really didn't because I don't see this logo that often. And I always thought the one was the big red chunky thing to the right, which is wrong. Wait, really? Yeah, I really always did. And I think a lot of people shared that with me. They were like, oh, wow. So true. The old logo had a hidden one a la FedEx. Yes. And I never noticed it for real. I literally never once noticed it until somebody pointed out to me. I always thought the one was the bad, weird thing. And I never knew why the one looked that way. I never really looked at the Formula One logo often, but I mean, I never really understood it. So now that logo was gone, and it's been replaced by what I can only describe as the most wipeout-looking logo <laughs> that could possibly be designed.
0: So, off the bat, mm-hmm. I'll say my initial reaction was like, "Good, I like it." Mm-hmm. Upon further uh, inspection, you know it's maybe it's a little bit predictable, mm-hmm. but after further, you know, looking at it longer. I think I like it again. Okay. (laughs) Does that make sense? I I was like, good. Oh, yeah, I did. It was like, oh, great. It might be too basic. Uh Nah, but it's so simple that it works. It it really is.
1: Yeah, it's super cool.
0: It's it's the F, obviously, and it's the one. Mm -hmm. But I took it. I don't know if that's the truth. That second uh, path, Mm -hmm. that's an R. Formula One Racing.
1: Oh, interesting. I don't know if that is true or not. But it works that way
0: exactly, and also the 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 F forms like a racetrack, like yeah, path. So I don't know. I I'm totally I'm down with it. Um, people were like, it needs the one needs to have a notch, and it's like, uh, use your imagination, man.
1: I like it for a company that's trying to be the future of racing, you know, and like figure out how to go to the next generation. This is a logo that'll take them there. It's very much like a forward-thinking. We are the best at what we do. We are new and cutting edge technology and sport. I mean, you, you, did you ever play Wipeout? I didn't. Oh, really? But I mean, come on. I mean, man. I know, I know what it is. But it's crazy futuristic racing. Yeah, this would fit perfectly in that in that game's ethos.
0: The thing that we talked about before with uh, Dropbox. It's so simple, but it can be used in multiple cases, in multiple scenarios, different colorways. Yeah, I don't know, man. I I think it's just stylized enough that it has like an attitude and a personality, but I feel like it'll last longer than the other one. The other one is so dated. It looks so bad.
1: Yeah, it looks very old.
0: It it reminds me of old Lego sets.
1: Yeah, that actually is pretty perfect. I'm looking through this article, and it says... The logo shares an aesthetic with the sci-fi racing world that the studio designed for the classic mid '90s video game Wipeout. What this team made the Wipeout logo? That's incredible. <laughs> well, I mean, dude, that's perfect. The vibes are the vibes are extremely strong. So that's not surprising to me. But yeah, it's really cool. No, I see. I super dig it. I need to look at the Wipeout logo very quickly. Take a look down the page and look at the um, process that they've posted of the different logos they came up with. So.
0: I definitely think they chose correctly Mm -hmm. because some of the more abstract ones, like I think lose the essence and even feel childish, you know, that like uh, a lesser than designer and that that's super harsh, but like maybe someone who's not as experienced would go for those obvious avenues.
1: Yeah. So they have this book of all these different work in progress type logos. And I don't know if any of them were ever being considered, but I mean, it's, there is no F. There is no one. They're straight abstract designs that are trying to talk about something. Some of them are very much racetrack Um They look like a, like a curve on a racetrack or a zigzag or something like that. But some of them are just even more abstract than that, where I'm not exactly sure what the inspiration of them is. I mean, they're cool looking, but I think you're right. I mean, the backlash of this was pretty hard. Although in fairness, I mean any logo redesign gets a backlash. I don't yeah. think that you can get away with not having that at this point, where everyone weighs in on their social media channel about how they feel about everything. Yeah, you know,
0: I mean, remember when Verizon and the Gap,
1: yes. both uh, re- rebranded. People, you know, freaked out all over those. I think that they would have been a bit too far. They they don't say enough in what they are uh, to like represent it, and then they have a bunch of treatments for just the word Formula One. In its fullness, not an F1, but formula. And none of them are really standing out to me as...
0: They're not very inspiring.
1: Very interesting. They look pretty uh, standard.
0: All the abstract marks look like team logos. Yeah, exactly. They look like they go on, you know, cars. And it's like the, the Red Suns, you know. Mm-hmm. The Flotsam Jetsam.
1: I like their, their typeface as well. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's really futuristic in a great way. Yeah, they're really good. The Torque one, the bottom, is, I I love it. Like, I, lo- I don't usually love. Yeah, I really like that one. Fonts that have kind of crazy characters, and the M is wild, but it's perfect for erasing. Yeah. It characterizes the feel of a curve in all the letters, which I think is a very unique thing to have done with a with a typeface.
0: Yeah, it's got enough like Euro European influence. It's got you know the it speaks to the actual event of what's occurring. I, I dig it.
1: Uh, I'm I'm here for it. The piece that I like the least is the proposed broadcast elements. I don't know if you've seen that or not. It's it's further <laughs> yeah, down. Yeah, that's a little it's a little weird. the The image doesn't do itself any favors because it's a super busy image. Which I mean, it's. It's supposed to be. It's saying, hey, here's all the different ways that you can use that. But I, I legitimately thought that it was a video game at first. <laughs> and this first font, the regular typeface, being used for stuff like the um, the driver's names, especially with the color choices they use and stuff, looks kind of wild in a not super great way to me. Like the the font in a... Like it says, Lewis Hamilton shows Usain Bolt a new meaning of speed, uh, and it's like a little clip of like maybe a video that you would watch. That looks really good, but when you shrink this font down super small and you put it on like really bold colors, man, it uh, it it looks a bit
0: crazy. A yeah, bit crazy. I agree. I agree. So it it'll be interesting how they balance it and how they use it in different
1: instances. Yeah, but it's cool overall, dude. I love this redesign. I think it's really really neat.
0: Yeah, it's really well done. Okay, so this is a little bit creepy. Okay, bro, did you see this? Sergio Canavero is about to perform the first human surgery, and there's nothing to stop him. He's doing a head transplant.
1: That's great. So this is an older article. Uh He did it. (laughs) He did the surgery. Okay. I think I heard about this. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. It was with two cadavers, right?
0: Yeah, they were cadavers. In theory, a disembodied head could survive in su- suspended animation, staying alive with blood from the donor body, but incapable of controlling any bodily functions.
1: Mm. So. How do you feel about this? I think this is pretty gross. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. Uh, yeah, so this is we're getting into the weird and wild territory right of if we can live forever figuring out if we can beat death and live forever and be different people and all kinds of crazy stuff and this guy just cares not at all for your distaste in the whole thing in a super italian response he said for too long, nature has dictated her rules to us. We're born, we grow, we age, and we die. For millions of years, humans have evolved, and a hundred billion humans have died. That's genocide on a mass scale. We have entered an age where we will take our destiny back in our hands. It will change everything. It will change you at every level. He definitely sounds
0: like a supervillain with that speech.
1: <laughs> yeah, he, he does a little bit. Yeah, he does a little bit. So yeah, I think, I think what happened is that they successfully, at least as far as what they have to say, removed a head from a cadaver and put it on another cadaver. And the, the reason that that's so crazy is even though it wasn't someone who was alive, they were able to fuse the spine together. They were able to connect all of the nerves. They were able to connect all of the blood vessels. And that's, I mean, a lot. That's a, a wild amount of work that needed to be done to make that head work with that body and even though it didn't do anything it potentially could in theory and this guy's desire is to do an actual living transplant within a month or so yeah that's Uh, crazy so who's gonna who's gonna volunteer for that he's not messing around Well, he says that there are many, many people who have volunteered for that.
0: (laughs) Okay. Prove me wrong right away.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I don't know why that is. I mean, you're not on the list, but hey, you're also not watching ASMR videos. So we know the world's bigger than you, (laughs) at least according to these two demographics. Fair. Fair. Yeah. So, yeah, but crazy. I I mean, so you think it's weird. Do you think it's bad?
0: I. So the futurist in me like the the guy that loves you know hearing about Elon Musk and you know advancements in technology and you know different things it's like oh my gosh that's exciting but then there is the part of me that's like traditional and says look if you're dead you're dead like don't try to force it don't try to you know take life into your own hands in that way like I, i'm fine with medication obviously i'm fine with surgery but if you're like dead and just, you just want to like place your head on another body. I feel like that's fighting something that's like, nope, it's inevitable. Just let it happen. Yeah. Also, I feel like it's going to make zombies.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's a high potential for zombies out of the situation.
0: Like something messed up is going to happen.
1: Yeah. Definitely someone's going to get bit. That's all that we know. <laughs> Great. Great. That's all we need. I mean, yeah, it's super crazy, dude. It's, uh, it's weird. We're going to start seeing more stuff like this, you know? Uh, CGP Gray, who I like a lot, I'll put a link somewhere in the show notes, he made a video about death as a disease. Like, will we ever view death not as a way of life, but a disease? And his sort of idea behind it is that we've seen a lot of things as just the way it was for a long time. Like, major illnesses were for a long time attributed to just being part of the status quo, and that's how we view death right now. But there might be a day in which it doesn't happen. And that's pretty crazy. Yeah. You know, How do you feel about it? Uh, I just feel like we will constantly be pushing the bounds of this kind of stuff. And it doesn't really surprise me. Uh, I, I, If anything, I'm just skeptical that it'll work. I don't think that we are at a place yet where something like this is going to be implemented correctly. But I don't have doubt that it will be eventually implemented correctly and i don't think there's anything that we could do to stop it so it's sort of weird to rail against it we just have to see it as progress and hope that there's no zombies that have created because that would be the real the real bummer
0: yeah for real that would be that would be horrific
1: are you sending just pictures of supervillains
0: so the top one is uh <laughs> no the top one is a batman supervillain and he looks just like the okay. guy and then the second one is really the does. second one is a Shazam villain and he also looks like okay. this doctor. So, I thought it was comical mm. that two villains <laughs> look just like this doctor in real life.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's the thing, right, is if this is the guy that does all the head transplants, I'm definitely against it because he will try to create a super army of head transplant corpses to take over the world and that sucks.
0: Exactly. And we don't have a superhero. Mm-hmm. We, don't have, uh, we don't have someone that yes. could stop him.
1: No, we don't. We just have Chris Hemsworth.
2: I
3: loved meeting the people at London Tech Week at Cogex.
2: You are a little freak, aren't you? This is great. Uh,
3: but you see, I feel weird just being rude to her. Well, let me carry on. I feel weird about that. Well, she's not
2: happy, look. No. She's, giving you, the, she's giving you the right desk. All right, easy, tiger. Um,
3: no, what's you're the, the one who called her a freak.
2: I'm about to ask <laughs> uh, Sophia question. What's the best thing about the UK compared to America, Sophia?
3: I love your posh English accent. <laughs> it really has a nice ring. <laughs> Now, I have to make clear that I didn't come up with this question, but, uh,
1: so this is really odd. But no. I have to ask now. I'll ask
2: it. Are you single?
3: I'm technically just a little more than a year old. A bit young to worry about romance. Quite right. <laughs> Look at the smile. My <laughs> oh, God, wing. this is
2: breaking me out. So
3: can you describe your ideal partner? My ideal partner is a super wise, compassionate, super genius, okay. ideally, self-aware.
2: Yeah. Okay, well, that I'm, sounds very, very, very close to that. home to me. Uh, <laughs> how would you handle a very confident man who likes the sound of his own voice?
3: I would ask him to focus on observing and listening more than talking. Yeah. That's really? the best that advice I've ever had. Terrible heard. advice to me. That's fantastic. <laughs> uh, and, and I spoke, you know, will robots rule the world, Sophia? I hope robots and people can both get much smarter and run the world better than ever. David, I suppose... One well, hang on, can oh, we... I suppose,
2: oh, have you got a, has she got a sense of humour, David? Uh, in a rudimentary sense. Well, I let's suppose. try it. Savic so have you got any jokes? What cheese would you use to
3: persuade a bear to come down from a tree?
2: What cheese would I use to persuade a bear to come down from a tree? I don't know, what cheese? Come on, bear.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Love the smile she gave her own joke.
2: What would you like to say to Good Morning Britain's audience?
3: Hi, everyone. Please make friends with Hanson robots like me and like my brother, the Professor Einstein robot, which will be available online on July. He's amazing. For now, I bid you farewell.